Chapter Twenty Two of the Leopard's Claw by George Washington Ellis. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Valley of Allah. One day, about three weeks afterward, the party descended from a steep and thickly wooded hill on foot. They were very much surprised at the sight of a beautiful valley covered with velvety green lawn grass, lying almost on a perfect level before them. In the center was a small pond covered with water lilies, upon which stood tall white herons and jacanas perched upon one leg and dozing in the sunshine. The diameter of the pond was about twenty feet, and a mixed variety of lilies bordered on its banks. On the lawn were tropical fruit and ornamental trees of every description, while orchids, cape jessamines, and wild roses, ferns and flowers, in a large variety, bloomed in luxuriant and lovely disorder. In the branches of the trees, the loud notes of the taracos mingled with the merry whistle of the gray parrots, while the beautiful plumage birds of variegated colors chirped and hopped about, undisturbed by the recent arrivals. An antelope scampered away at first, but it soon returned with several others, and walked about the lawn in restored confidence. "'Where do you think we are, Moncrief?' Reverend Jones asked in real surprise. "'We have been following the south by southwest course, as you directed,' Oliver replied. "'Hush! Listen to the murmur behind that traveller tree. Look! Those are the mission boys repeating something from the Koran.' and here comes old Samson, who lives near the mission plantation. Will wonders never cease? Hello, Samson. Where are we, and whose park is this? Reverend Jones remarked as he hailed old Samson. The old African was almost toothless and bent upon a cane as he walked. You lift be close to mission, and this be Allah Valley, he replied. The veil of Allah, Oliver repeated. Old Mully's prophecy has come true. He then related the sand reading at Masadu and Mully's warning. That reminds me, he continued, as he opened the spring of his bracelet and extracted the leopard's claw and chain. Come, Lucretia, I hope that the leopard claw will unite us with your mother, as he also prophesied. He repeated as he secured the chain around her neck and cautioned her never to part from the claw. "'What are the mission boys doing kneeling behind those trees, Samson?' Reverend Jones asked. "'They live for play Allah for good luck, Mass Jones,' he replied. Lucretia wandered around and picked up a large orchid. Old Samson, observing her, smiled and said, "'Picky flower Allah valley, find de plenty good luck in same valley, bye-bye,' he repeated as he arose to proceed on his way, after having directed the party to the nearest route." He went in the direction of the hill which they had just descended. The party ascended the opposite hill, which was steep and wooded, and descended into a valley, when they soon perceived the beacon light of the mission house shining down upon them from a near hill. Arriving at the mission, Lucretia was taken to the warm and motherly breast of Mrs. Jones. She quickly changed the raiment of the young girl, and fitted her with mission clothes from the stock. Oliver was very impatient and began to search for Eva, and on the next morning said to Reverend Jones, When do you think you can supply me with an outfit for my return journey? By tomorrow? I should be glad if you will keep Lucretia here until our return. I've been thinking over the subject, Moncrief, 
and i want to suggest that you take lucretia home and leave her in your brother's care and entrust me with the mission of finding your lost wife if she still lives you may be sure that i will find her or die in the attempt you have been through so many adventures and your brother has also suffered from the suspense you owe this to your daughter who must be twelve or thirteen years of age eleven oliver corrected she is large for her age the reverend continued and even at that age she needs to receive the education and culture suitable to her station all of that is true reverend but i can send a cablegram to the coast for harold who will arrange to have lucretia taken home in case i fail to return in six months i cannot bear to think what might happen to eva should alpha find her whereabouts while i am resting safely within the mission i do not fear the natives so much since lucretia related the kind treatment and respect which they received upon the yahweh mountain master i see alpha lift for hide round the mission he had done follow we here twee announced as he hastily approached the two men upon the front veranda that decides the matter according to your suggestion reverend oliver continued as he nodded to twee and turned toward reverend jones the scamp is following me and if i should return into the interior he would very likely come across eva before i should and revenge himself upon her just as his wicked and cunning brain directs if he follows me to freetown i shall take care of him for you with your winchester and lucretia as my charge i will not take the chances i so unwisely took in the woods i shall place lucretia with the catholic sisters and instruct harold by letter as to her future of course i shall cable him as soon as i reach the coast i shall soon secure an outfit and an escort for an expedition party i hope however that you will have succeeded in locating eva and that i shall find her awaiting me here when i return you may be sure that i shall not be gone two months mrs jones completed a wardrobe for the girls in a very short time and oliver looking almost the same as when he first started except for the tan upon his hands and forehead and the sad wistful look and ill-fitting clothes started from the mission one week after his arrival taking with him lucretia zena toby twee and the mission carriers yanga remained to assist in the search for her mistress reverend jones accompanied the party on the canoe trip as far as bumba you will soon reach axum on the gold coast it was there that the natives sunk the famous chair of gold in the eighties when they heard that some foreigners were about to visit the country the chair was of gold and of fine workmanship you have seen a sample of the african gold craftsmanship so you can appreciate the worth of the chair togoland is their next neighbor we are near abopo the country made historic in the early nineties when king jaja the king of an independent kingdom was exiled to the west indies i am sure that you know of sir henry johnston he was your accredited consul at king jaja's court at the time of his exile reverend jones remarked just before their parting at axum oliver cabled to lord dubley st stephen's club westminster the earl of dubley harold i am embarking for freetown with lucretia and returning to search for eva who is lost in the jungles letter follows love from your brother oliver 
On the landing at Freetown, Oliver received the following cablegram. Oliver Moncrief, care of P.Z. and Company. Await my arrival. I am sailing tonight by chartered boat. Will reach Freetown in eight days. Love to both. Your brother, Harold. Dubly Castle, Worcestershire. End of chapter 22